I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome back to Online Darts, everyone. We're still stuck in Zoom, but we've got a very special one, Mace the Ace, Chris Mason. Chris, recovered from the Worlds? Yeah, just about. Um, yeah, it was it was amazing. It was a it was a quite a strange experience. I was there obviously for, for talk sport for the for the duration. Um, hotel life was was pretty tough, uh, and bubble life was pretty tough. As you know, we were all in our own little secure bubbles, but. You know, we could see people across the, uh, you know, across the venue and have a wave and a, and a brief conversation at distance, of course. Um, but yeah, it sort of gave me a little bit of a different perspective in, in what the players were uh, mentioning about how tough it's been. Because, of course, they were some of them three and four weeks at a time in, in, in a hotel. So, um, yeah, they have my sympathy. Um, but yeah, it was brilliantly put on by, by Sky. I think they covered the event fantastically without a crowd. Of course, we did have that amazing night where we did get 500 in there. And, and to be honest, I had, I had a walk around the the venue where, where the fans were and, and it was so secure. I could understand Barry's frustration that why we couldn't have 500 in every day. It literally was, was so safe. Um, but is what it is. But we got to see yet another new champion in Gezi Price, which uh, for me was fitting. I was going to say, across the year, I don't think there's a doubt that he has been the best player in the world in 2020 straight, being in the 21. Yeah, well, we had these conversations, didn't we, throughout probably the last 12 to 18 months where we rattled a few people's cages on, on social media. You know, there was a period where we thought Gary Anderson was the best player in the world right now. Um, and then... Gezi Price took over the mantle. You know, we had a little brief spell where Michael looked great again. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it, um, I think we scored a few bonus points. We 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 said Gezi Price was the best player in world darts right now. He's now proven it. He's now the world champion. He's now world number one. Um, the end. 
Uh, it's not up for debate. It's not up for discussion. Uh, the man's proven himself at the, the highest level uh, and done it with some style. Different kind of pressure on his shoulders now, isn't there? He, because he now becomes the hunted instead of the hunter. And that has yeah, I, can, I, can, I can relate to that on local league level, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, I suppose so. But I don't know. There's a, there's... Gezi Price is a different breed. You know, he, he he's just... Uh, I don't know. He's he's divisive. Of course, he's very marmite. People love him or people loathe him. But he's brought a different dy dy dynamic to the sport and a different dimension. Uh, the way he approaches it, the uh, the, the proper sportsman in him, um, and I mean that in terms of um, you know fail to prepare, prepare to fail type attitude. He you know he leaves nothing to chance. He's 100% committed. He gives it everything. Uh, and you can see that, which is, you know, why he's quite explosive at times and um, quite emotional. Uh, and, and he's a different different guy away from the hockey. And, you know, we get the chance to see them in a, you know, a different environment. And he's, um, he's quite a quiet guy. He's not, you know, he's not, he's not what you would expect when you, when you watch him on TV. Uh, but I'm, I'm thrilled for him. I'm, I, he's great for the sport. Um, like I said, he just he just adds something brand new, and the sport needed. We needed a new um, hero or or villain, whichever way, whichever you know side of the fence you sit on. I, I, I he's just absolute. I mean, we spoke about it so much. He's absolutely box office. You know, back to back Grand Slam champions. You know, it, it, I mean, what 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 he, sort of twelve months he's had, or let's say eighteen months Grand Slam. I mean, and then wins the Grand Prix. And then you know the, the World Cup, and then the World Title. You know, three three World Titles in four. You know, wild uh, events. <laughs> yeah, um, better not get into the the major and uh, <laughs> that's for another call. Um, but yeah, I mean he's he's fabulous in every department. And like I say some people like it, some people loathe it. We keep hearing about the gamesmanship and everything else, and keep hearing Bristow's name and Jockey Wilson's name. Listen, they don't they don't do anything that stops you from performing at your best. It, you know, whatever mind games go on pre and post match, that was it. But Eric, Eric never got in, you know, involved in it in what I would call out and out cheating on stage. And I think you hear a lot of it from from non players. I was very surprised at Rod and, and Wayne, but to be honest, when you look back at, at the way they played the game, um, I understand why they condoned. Mensa's behaviour, which I thought was very sad at the time and, and puts out a, puts out the wrong message, but there we go. Two topics then. We'll cover the gamesmanship one because you brought it up. Gary wasn't shy, was he, at, at the Worlds? In fact, he was absolutely fuming. I've never seen... We've seen him rant before, but that took it to a whole another level. And look, we know it's a grey area because there's nothing in the rule book to state this is cheating, this isn't. Do we are we getting to the point now where something needs to be drawn up so people know where the line is? Yeah, well, I've, I've thought a lot about this, and you know, let's take, take the game back to its most basic form. Would you be able like that and try that in a pub? Don't think you would, would you? No. Uh, you know, I, I think it's easy to do it when you've got the safety net of it being on TV, knowing you're not going to get too much of a reaction out of the player until after. Um, 
yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I, I listen. I I love Mensah a bit, uh, and, and Mike is his, his manager. But I can, you know, it's it's not it's undefendable, um, and it 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 wasn't to help him. It was to stop Gary from playing to the best of his ability. And the beauty of our our game, it's very very basic. You get three darts. The board's in the same place, the hockey's in the same place, the numbers are in the same place, and you've just got to try and score more and finish quicker than your opponent to win. It doesn't need, you know, listen, I love I love the mind games you've had with Peter Wright and Gezi Price and Michael Van Gerwen, you know, you know, and Adrian Lewis has, has played his part in it, you know, and you know, go back to Peter Manley, that generation, and then and obviously like Eric before it, but Eric would beat you in the practice room. He would he would he would make you second guess yourself. He would he would make you want to beat him so badly that you didn't perform to your best, but not because he did anything on the hockey or yeah. anything you know behind you. Um, you know how 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 Sky allowed um, the absolute destruction of Justin Pike for an inaudible cough into his hand that. No one on stage heard, and his opponent didn't hear, because there was no reaction. Uh, and you know, if it weren't for Justin being being so stubborn, you know, he could well have walked away from the game. Um, and I, you know, I just don't. It just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. You can't you can't have it one way and not have it another. It's you know, it's either yeah, it either is what it is or it is what it isn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it needs nipping in the bud. I know Barry was was really keen in snooker that he's been monitoring monitoring shot time for quite quite a number of years, and I think what he may find what he deems as an average and acceptable time. Um, and if you don't if you don't meet that, you get penalised. You know, I remember the the Peter Ebden Ronnie O'Sullivan game, and you know I absolutely adore snooker, and I couldn't watch it. And we can't we can't afford to. For people to start channel locking and, and moving away, um, if we allow that to go on, because where does it stop? Someone just stand up there and have a minute in between throws them. You know, where where does it stop? Darts is darts is, is is unique in that sense, which is why you know the bookies love it. It's rat tat tat, it's bang bang bang. It's it's all action. Um, you know that the final. I know we're going to get onto the worlds in a minute, but between Gary and. Uh, and Gezi, I could have watched that all night because it was just, it just had everything. Um, you know, and, and all the, the drama at the end, it was, you know, and that's what, that's what the sport needs. We don't, we don't want people talking about the, the wrong, the wrong things. It's, um, you know, but, but it is what it is. It's done. Um, I'm sure Matt or, or Barry or someone would have spoke to Menser, um, not, I, I mean, like I say, I'm not sure he actually broke any rules, as in what's in the, the rule book. Um, but although, you know, if, if they can, you know, if they can, if they can deem a player didn't try his hardest, you know, you know, something needs to be in place. Um, you know, it's, it, it, the DRA is great in one way, but. Uh, in another way, they got to be consistent. Um, you know, when you think of, look at the fine that Gessie Price had at the Grand Slam. You know, it was twenty odd grand. I know it was appealed eventually, but that's a that's a that's a wedge of money. That's that's a wedge of money. And you know, and I think 
you know, us in the media have a responsibility to to nurture a sport we love. You know, I I go out of my way to live as clean as life as possible, and um, you know, try everything I can um, when I'm when I'm working on the sport uh, to to give it the best image possible. Um, and I think we all have a responsibility. And I'm certainly, you know, when when things get back to normal and I go back to doing you know, my, my coaching days and, and I get, you know, I get a crowd where I have the young ones in. I'm not going to start saying to them, right, this is, this is how you do it. You know, you want to kick him here or when he's going for a double, stand behind and get everybody cheering so he misses. Nah. Not going to happen, is it? Were you also pleased that Gary stood up to it as well and had his say so vocally in the media? Because yeah. many players don't. They just, they, they just it beats them up inside, but they just get on with it. But Gary let everyone know who he had to hunt with from Mensa to Rod to Wayne to Sky to everyone. Yeah, I think, again, <clears throat> he's he's fighting for all the players. You know, that's that's why we have a PDPA. That's why we have a DRA. Um, you know, and they should stand strong with you if you if you think something's wrong. Um, and it was wrong, and, he, and he's right to speak up. And, you know, again, he gets to know oh, Gary's always moaning about, listen, that, that guy's committed 25 years of his life to, to the sport. Yeah, he, yeah, he has, he has got injuries. Um, you know, these, these guys are playing an insane amount of darts, and he's got a life as well outside of darts. Um, you, know, and it, you know, he made the choice not to travel because of COVID. Fair play, he's got a young family. If that's what he believes, then, well, so he shouldn't moan about that. He shouldn't moan about having a bad shoulder. He shouldn't moan about someone trying to cheat him out of a win. Um, yeah, I think, I think you know, I, you know, I'm a big, big Gary Anderson fan. If, if you love darts, it's impossible not to be a Gary Anderson fan because he's just so easy on the eye and, and, and great to watch. And uh, I, lo I love seeing a little bit of fire in, in Gary's belly because that means that means one thing that he'll actually he'll try this year. He still cares. Um, yeah, he cares. Uh, you know, I, I thought this might might have been his last year. Um, not by the sounds of it. No, they've, they've pressed the buttons, and I think we could see the flying Scotsman for maybe another decade, perhaps. He's, that fire is is burning that brightly at the moment. Yeah, I'm not sure whether he, he maybe physically to be, be able to, well, physically and mentally um, do it for that long probably maybe four or five is my thinking he's practicing with ryan searle this year which is going to do them both a massive favor i mean you say about gary's game going to come back this year look out for ryan searle because you know i started pre-covid i was i was practicing with him and um yeah he's impressive and he's, he's going to get better and better talking of, of gary with all the problems he has the, the lack of practice we know unless he's got someone to practice with he just the darts are in the case and he just picks them up the injuries that he's had, the fact he's made a world final and a match play final, that's some statement from someone that's not really cared this year. Yeah, well, and, and I already played anything. I, I mean, I was uh, I tuned into your live show uh, on on Monday. Was it Monday? Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't know what day it is. COVID day. <laughs> who knows? Um, and you know, you all, all, all three of you made a great point that uh, I'm me myself and you spoke about it as well we didn't think gary was gonna be able to defend it all this year you know we or, or the last 12 months we we both thought he was in big trouble because he wasn't playing anything he was 
if it wasn't his back had gone or his shoulder, his knee had then gone, and we we were really scared. We thought, yeah. well, this this could be this could be the beginning of the end for Gary, but um, yeah, incredibly, he's, he, he just, like you say, that that just shows you how good he is. He 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 can make two major finals, and he's probably running at around about seventy percent. If scary when when you look at it, if we get the Gary that we're hoping for, this little triangle perhaps of Gary, Michael, and Gezi for the next two years, this is exciting for darts fans, isn't it? Yeah, you can throw you Peter can throw right, Peter, Peter right into that mix. He can he can sometimes get a little bit feisty and make it a bit spicy. Um, yeah, the, it's, it's looking good. You know, darts is great at this. Especially the PDC now, it's like this conveyor belt. It used to be, you know, the BDO was the feeder system, um, uh, but that's long since demised. But you know, via via the opportunities there, there, you know, the the PDC provide. You know, we've got this, and we've got this next generation coming through. You know, Nathan Aspinall's, um, Michael Smith, still a baby in this sport, still gonna gonna do big things as far as I'm concerned. Um, now, Dave Chisnell's performance in the world's, you know, that, that version of Dave Chisnell for the next two years will cause all sorts of trouble. Um, not sure if he can go on and win one, um, you know, but if you keep knocking on the door, but, you know, the perfect example of that is Peter Wright, you know, 49 and winning his first, makes his first worlds because he kept knocking on the door. You keep, you keep getting yourself opportunities, eventually you'll, you'll fall over the line and, you know, I can safely say that, you know, you know, Dave Chisnell's got another 10 years, maybe. Michael Smith's got at least another 10 years. So, you know, it'll eventually, you would think, well, the, the odds are they'll eventually fall over the line at some point. Back to the world final. What a way to crown the world championship. And for the casual fan that perhaps doesn't watch it all, it was just gripping entertainment. And it, I saw people on Twitter tweeting that don't normally watch starts. Oh, this is amazing. And Gezi's finishing up until the final set was absolutely world class. And then that final set, 11 match starts gone. He's halfway up the stage, doesn't know left, right. And he openly admitted in the media afterwards, he said, I've won titles, but my ass fell out. That getting over the line in the biggest game of all takes some stones. Yeah, absolutely. Like, listen, the, the 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 clowns that love to the clowns that have never been there or thrown a dart in that environment love to throw. I know he's a choker or he's a bottler or listen. And unless you've stood on there, I don't care what your opinion is because you don't know. You know, you you don't know. I don't know what it's like. Um, I wouldn't know what it's like to serve out the final set to win Wimbledon. Because I've never played tennis. Do you know what I mean? In yeah. my opinion, my opinion is pointless. But it's just easy, you know. And the one thing we you can't question uh, is Gezi Price's ability to get over the line because he's done it so many times before. But the magnitude and what it means to 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 these players to become world champion was evident there. Um, and the fact that it just took him so because he was in complete control. Yeah. You know, and, he just, the winning line just sort of was there in, in front of him, and he, he didn't know how to get over it. It was, it was, it, but it made great TV. It was great drama. I think it's the fourth highest ever viewed final uh, on Sky. So that speaks volumes when you think of the 
of the clashes we've had over the years in the PDC. You know, the the, the Barnavel Taylor one, of course, is, is one that I think that's the most viewed one, or, or very very close. But yeah, it did it, it it was so well received. And 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 again, you know, he's gone on. You know, he did all the media stuff afterwards, and then you know, days later, he was still doing media stuff, and then goes on to Soccer AM, and you know, doesn't it just make you sick? You know, not a <laughs> Not only does he look great, and he's a great dark player. He, you know, he's he looks like he's an all-round sportsman, which makes me spew a little bit. But um, yeah, he's yeah. It, it, that, that, I think there was just, I mean, that ri- ridiculous average, hundred and thirty-six. In that set, yeah, oh, just ridiculous. And, and didn't he go ten double tens on the spin or something? Something like that. He, he had a love affair with double ten, he just didn't miss it. And oh, I mean, it, you know. Uh, I mean, Gary will be obviously devastated. I mean, Gary obviously ninety-four and change in the final, but another hundred odd average for Gezi Price, best player, best the, the most consistent, uh, and the best player in the world for me. And it and it was just, yeah, it was it was finished off. You know, I'd like love to the final to be a bit closer. Uh, I had no preference who I wanted to, to win or lose in that final for me. Um, you know, either or. It is great for a new player again. Back to back years, we get a new champion. But it would have been great for for Gary for his um, his resume uh, and his you know where he stands in the sport uh, to have won a, a third world title and then obviously to to trump jockey who won two. On Gary, before we move on, where is he on your all time list? I know he's still playing. But where right now? Where would you put him? Um, I mean, it's hard because you are judged on on the, on your world titles and um, and and the era that Barnaveld Barnaveld won is you know the the early ones in the BDO they were super tough to win, um, but then his lack of his lack of titles in the PDC and the the you know he, he did great when he first first arrived obviously won the worlds and then. He won the UK Open and, and you know lots of other things, but um, he went that long gap without winning anything. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough. I mean, I go, I go Taylor, MBG, um, Bristow, and then you know I've got three in that window of of, of Low, Barneveld. Uh, and and Anderson, and change you know changes. I look at, I look at Lois in in you know his his final one was a bit ropey um, because of what was going on. But to win three world titles in three different decades, yeah. um, you know there's, there's there's three things you look at. You know title wins and longevity, um, and of course you know Low pretty, won pretty much everything else in that in that era as well. Um, but yeah, I think I, I, I discussed it on the radio. You know, if he'd have won a, a third PDC World Title, because obviously winning the PDC World Titles doesn't trump, you know, the, the era when there was only one governing body. Yeah. But um, you know, the first the first six or seven years of the PDC was very weak. Um, you know, I played in it in '97. I think my first time was played. Yeah, '96 match play. It just started to, it just started to move in the right direction, and then when, 
you know, by 2005, 2006, it, it weakened massively because obviously then Barneveld came over in, in yeah. six, seven. Um, all the rest of us had already gone. Um, so yeah, it, you know, it's hard. It, it, it's hard, but I think, I think if if Gary wins another major, he just about trump Barneveld for me. I think and put him in on his own in fourth. And then are you expecting a big year from Michael? Because we saw signs towards the end of the year that, hang on a minute, he cares. Not cares again, but he's put some work in and he's recently openly admitted, we all knew, but he's actually admitted it. That first lockdown, he did absolutely nothing. And, no, he, and, and I think he enjoyed, cold as cold. Yeah, I think he enjoyed the... I think, you know, like I said, the players are constantly on the road and when they're... And what people don't understand is when you're not seeing them on TV or, or wondering what they're doing in the, the Players' Championships events or the European Tour events or the World Series events, they're off doing exhibitions. So um, I, think he, I think he relished the opportunity. He's got a very young family. Um, yeah, relishing time in that beautiful house it is. He's just had, well, not just built, but it's absolutely stunning. Um, yeah, just, just love the time. And, and put the darts on the back burner for a while because none of us knew what was really going to happen. No. Um, but the players' champs, there was, you know, like Chisnell was unplayable against him. He was unplayable in that in in, in one of their one of those rounds. Um, and I just think that's where the sport is right now. There's so many of these players that on their said, you know, on their given day, they're they can produce, they're unplayable. And it's just some sometimes you just got to put your hands up, and and that's it. It is what it is. Um, and of course, Jizzy didn't replicate that performance, which <laughs> is pretty pretty standard stuff. When you when you put out the the favourite and the the world number one, you that tends to happen. Um, but yeah, it's, he in a, in a roundabout way, this probably uh, is bad news. Great news for Michael, bad news for everybody else. You know, because right. yet again, you know. It, if he will, if he, I mean, he's starting to say, I mean, he, it's debatable whether you think Phil's the greatest ever or, or Michael. Uh, for me, it's Phil. Um, and I know all of his world titles were running. We already discussed that about the years, how weak they were in certain stages. Um, but he's not, he's not defended a world title. You know, two players above him in recent times that have Adrian Lewis and Gary Anderson. And of course, them had the, the dominance, but people are people tend to judge players on 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 the world championship success. And if if he goes away and you have him on three world titles, uh, I don't, you know, I don't think that would leave a particularly good taste in his mouth. No, he, I, I agree. He at least needs to equal Barnardo. Yeah, like you say, I, I think this. I, I'm expecting big things from Michael this year. We saw signs last year that the the effort was, was back in and. Yeah, I'm expecting big things from him. Looking he, won't, he, won't, he won't dominate again. He's um, Everyone else has caught him up. He's, yeah. Everyone else has raised well, their level. He's, he has his level, although he's still capable of producing those ridiculous averages, his level's definitely come down a bit. Can he, can he raise it again? You know, history tells us, you know, the, the first one really to, to, to push uh, Eric and take the game to another level um, was Bob Anderson really, and then Eric? Then, although the Yips played its part, he, he sort of took it up another notch. Um, and then 
then, then along come Taylor and then Priestley and then they sort of pushed each other and then Taylor raised it again. So history tells us that, you know, the, the, but where is, where does it, where's the ceiling? Where, where does it, where does it stop? Are we going to, you know, is the hundred going to become 110? You know, like the 90, 90 average became 100 average. Yeah. Is the hundred going to become 110? Are unicorn going to make even bigger boards? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, it'll end up like soft tip. You get paid, you get punished by your mistakes rather than what you hear. Um, yeah, I, I think, I, and I don't think Michael likes the fact that he's, Michael's a bully, all, all great sportsmen are bullies, individual sportsmen, they're, you know, they're, they're narcissistic and they're bullies. That's what make, that's their makeup, what makes them so great. Um, and we've seen from Michael, the fragilities are there, the vulnerabilities are there. They were, you know, when I, I knew Michael when he was 14, 15 years of age, and then I watched him come along and I thought he's just going to tear the back doors out of this sport. And then he couldn't find a way to win, and that affected him massively. And then, then he eventually won the Grand Prix, and then the rest was history. Um, he's going to have to show us something we've not seen before. Um, he's a great winner. He's a great leader. Um, but can he, can he find another gear, and can he cope with not being the ultimate bully on the dartboard? Um, we're about to find out. We're about to find out. He's going to, listen, we're only a matter of a week or so away from, from the Masters. Don't be shocked if he rocks up to that and steamrolls everybody um, because he, he's got that in the locker. Um, I don't like his draw. I don't like I don't like the half of the draw he's in. Bottom half, um, we'll come on to the last <laughs> shortly, but that bottom half is absolutely loaded, isn't it? Um, yeah, I'm... I, Really, really sort of struggling for him. Uh, in the in the bottom half, we'll, we'll, we'll work from the, the top of the of the bottom half. Um, MVG against the winner of De Souza or Clayton, and then underneath that, Wade, Dimitri or Dodi, then right Ratajski or Whitlock, and then Chisnell, Gurney or Deswan. I mean, he's gonna. He, I mean. When he when he won the UK Open last year, that's the toughest toughest draw I've ever seen. Um, this could quite well match that. We'll, we'll come on to the Masters in a minute. We'll, we'll go in chronological order, straight after the final. Matt on Sky announced the the Premier League news. Only nine, no contenders. First of all, are you a fan of this nine and dangling a carrot, or does this say to you, we know these nine? But this tenth place, we have got absolutely no idea who to pick. Well, I think me, you, and Nico, you know, we know we jot down our ten, and nine of them were exactly the same. Um, you know, that tenth spot was tough, but I gave it initially. I thought Chizzy might get it. Um, I think his ranking and the season he's had. Um, yes, the argument is. I mean, the problem is he. They, they sort of change, they chop and change to suit, which is their, their prerogative, you know what I mean? They're the ones paying the money out, they can do what they like. Um, but then, you know, we sort of go, is it floor form, is it TV form? Or is it a combination of both? Um, combination of who you want to pick. Answers on a postcard. Um, I, I honestly, I, 
I, I watched the um, the media scramble around Barneveld in his announced return and um, the amount of sponsorship. You look, you look like a Formula One driver, right? Um, <laughs> And this, all of those deals will be based on him, I'm sure, um, getting back on TV. Otherwise, they're pointless. The, 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 not necessarily uh, ticket sales, because <clears throat> the Premier League nights sell out before anyone's announced, as you know, in a normal environment yeah. or a normal year. Um, but viewing figures are key analytics across the board in social media if he gets a tall card um i think they'll put him in and they'll blame sky of course do you genuinely think that if barney comes through q school he will be in the 2021 premier league yeah you're not allowed to be in it if you haven't got a tall card are you well i'm pretty sure there's no rule that's to suggest that um yeah but i, I think I, I, wrong. I think if they picked him without one it causes an issue yeah um but i, I, I think that well, I know from last year that there was a certain player that Sky wanted in, but common sense prevailed in the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. But honestly, everyone, everyone thinks I'm on a wind-up. But um, viewing figures is, is, is where, is where the, the, I mean, obviously ticket sales and everything else and everything that goes with it, but the... But TV and, and numbers is such a big thing now because there's so many channels out there. If you if you got a, a great viewership, um, negotiating with with big big brands, uh, you know, for advertising sponsorship on stage is huge. And he's massive. He's 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 massive in the, in the Netherlands. We know that. Um, and of course, RTL Seven and one of the, the broadcasters over there. They're huge. They do they do bigger numbers than we do I think uh, on Sky um, not necessarily ITV but on Sky so yeah I think I just and it would cause so much I mean what, how I'd do it right Ten, so I'd have I'd have the nine players lined up on the back of the stage on the opening night of Premier League right and then I'd have <clears throat> I'd have this platform like about eight feet down and just right <clears throat> up <laughs> and then I just raise whoever it is up. Now that would break the internet, right? And and that's what this, you know, apart from actually, you know, the player, all the player's job is to do is just to throw darts. It's down to the rest of us to give it the, the as biggest promotion as possible. And you imagine the anticipation, especially if they could actually keep it quiet, no one leaked it, and then you've got Barnabel coming up through the floor to take the tenth and final spot. I just think it would make genius television. I think it, it, it would, it would get everybody watching. You know what I mean? It would, it would, you get, you get more unique viewers. You do, you know, it's. I just think it would be be perfect. How much of a kick in the teeth would that be, though, to the oh, house? Oh, trust me, I don't condone it, by the way. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, he he shouldn't have been in it the last time he was in it. Um, Listen, I'm I'm 100% behind Barnabelle to come back. I don't want to see no negativity. I don't want to see no shaking in the head. I don't want to see that horrible attitude he can't be asked. Because, you know, he's if it did happen, you know, he's taken taking someone's opportunity. You know, a Dave Chisnell would be massive at this point of his career to to get another run at it. You know, yeah. So 
you know, I want to I want to see the Barnabal that that gives it all that look with the eyes, and then looks like he wants to cry when he's been on there ten minutes later. I don't want to see that version of Barnabal. Uh, you know, eye of the tiger, all that look, all that. Come on, let's have a fight. Take it on stage and and show us on there. I don't want I don't want to see it on the walk on. I want to see it on the hockey. I want to see you. I want to see you graft and grind. Um, because listen. He's, he's one of the one of the games very very elite, um, and one of the greatest players the, the sport's ever produced, and he's 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 excellent to watch when he's on it, um, and that's the version that's the Barnabelle I want to see. I don't want to see the Barnabelle come back because um, of how much money is involved. I want to see him come back because he has the passion back. He has he has that desire to to win more. Um, and listen, that, that Barnabas, just one thing, and that's great for the game. Double edge here, Premier League leading into the Masters. With what the PDC have done by dangling that carrot to four or five maybe potentials, is that now extra pressure on a TV tournament? Yes, yeah, definitely on your on your Dave Chisnells for sure. Um, listen, if someone can come out of the pack and win it, um, which I, I I don't think I, I don't think at the moment I I think we, have, we I think we discussed this at the Worlds I said I don't I don't think there's anyone around right na- right now in in the kind of form needed to be a first time TV winner um, you know we we had it we had it twice in the summer with De Souza and Dimitri. Um, but prior to that, I think we'd have to go go as far back as when Gezi Price won one and Nathan Arsenal won one. Yeah. But they were in they were in just the most incredible form. Um, you know, we seen we I mean we seen I was gutted for Joe Cullen going back to the Worlds against Michael. I mean that was one of the 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 great um, games in World Darts. You know. I could watch that over and over apart from the end because I, I, I really want Joe to win um, because he played so well and he deserved it. Um, but, you know, again, or he choked, what, by moving the ball wire off of one six Missing wiring the ball twice. Yeah. That, that, that only comes from people that couldn't even score at 164 on the dartboard or even or even do the math on that checkout, never mind actually get on the stage to be in a position to do it against, you know, the greatest or one of the greatest ever. Um, I'm not sure about Ratajski's form. I don't. Ratajski needs to find another ten points from somewhere to be to win a TV title, in my opinion. I think there's going to be too much pressure on Gurney. He knows how much is on the line. Um, uh, you know, I don't mind Gurney's first round draw against this one. I don't like uh, his game against Chisnell. Um, so yeah, I don't. I don't know where this tenth spot comes from from this event. I think. Bunting's up against it against Cullen, and then yeah. Cullen's right up against it against Gezi Price. Um, as we've seen last year, when 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 Wright he won the Worlds, he backed up by winning the Masters. That just shows you what 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 confidence gives you, and, and Gezi's never short of that. Um, Adrian Lewis, Michael Smith plays Gary Anderson. I mean, I I don't know, but I presume uh, Gary had been putting in a bit of graft for this one. Um, it's for, you know, we know with Gary, he actually uses the tournament to get into form. He's yes. not worried about getting any form going into it from practice, but 
Um, listen, he, he, he's, you know, he, I'm glad he said what he said because that's putting a bit of pressure on him to perform. And then Rob Cross, he's another one. I mean, we were almost like, will he get in the Premier League? Um, and Mer Merv King, who's had a great, great revival. I mean, he played some lovely darts in, in the Players' Champs and then backed that up with, with a great run in the in the Worlds. Um, I like him against Durham. Uh, and, you know, Merv King gives Rob Cross a hell of a game right now. Um, I was about to say this. Could the unthinkable happen? The year Merv King had last year got to a final and he's probably in what you'd say is the nicest section of the Masters draw. Yeah, I'd, I'd got on form right now. Um, if you look at that little that little group there of Rob Cross, Glenn Durant, Merv King, Nathan Asmarie, and White Mensah-Sulovich. Merv King's the form player in that group. Well, that's what I mean. If Merv gets to the semi-final, and let's just say he, he runs into Gezi, if he can produce one of those games that he produced at the players and stuff like that, if he makes another well, final in a short space of time... You've got, you've, got, you've got to seriously consider him putting him in, but he's not, you know... He's not... Um, Uh, I mean, yeah, he's not. He's not box office. But I, know, I agree that he, he wouldn't be in the, the the chat unless he gets to another final. Yeah, he, I feel quite sad for me because he's you know he has to really force him way in there. We've seen like Barnevel get away with it for years, and you know even Whitlock on a few occasions has has, has got got in when you think maybe that was a you know a bit. But again, it's a commercial. This is the thing: the Premier League is a commercial platform for them to put their brand, you know, brand awareness. Um, you know, and I'm not, how can you question anything that, you know, that's got a 15, 16 million pound a year prize fund, who we, we have to talk about, did it all last year, even with everything that went on and, um, you know, put, put, put money in out of their own pocket. To keep to keep keep the sport alive. I mean, I cannot, you know, I'm not going to sit here and crit criticise what they do with the Premier League. Do I agree with some of the decisions? No. Have I have I d disagreed over the years with some of their decisions with the Premier League? Yeah, but that's about it. I can't really think of anything else I've ever sort of gone. Oh, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, Barry said to us in the media room early on that with no fans at the Worlds, they were losing four million quid on the Worlds. Yeah, I think they swallowed around about eight or nine million last year but that's because they're experts in their industry and they you know they didn't predict this would happen but you know Barry being a an ex-accountant he understands the world's economy you know he might have there's thought, a pot for a rainy day yeah let's have this let's have this pot um you know and, and fair play I mean you know you, you also got to give Eddie Earn credit because he did you know he's, listen he's he's well, not quite the boss yet, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he's not far off. So, you know, he, he would have had to make that decision on behalf of Matchroom and say, you know, he could have said, well, no. But, you know, like what we saw you did with boxing in in, the, in his dad's back garden. It's a joke. Um, although it was in his dad's back garden. Uh, of their old house. What a place that. Have you been to Matsicles? No, but it looked, fight, fight camp just looked amazing. Yeah, yeah I... I I'd do that in the summer anyway, instead of having small little shows. I think that's what he said. They're going to they're going to bring it back. 
Yeah, not that they do too many small hall shows, but you imagine going there in the summer, outside, and just be that, just be the business. And it's a, it's a lovely place as well. Um, but yeah, all credit to them. I don't, I don't quite know how they they do it and continue to do it. But um, yeah, when you know, sometimes you just got to doff your cap and say fair play. Whilst we're on the subject of the Masters, are you a fan of taking it to twenty four from sixteen? Yeah, I'm not a fan of it being over the crammed into three days. <laughs> it, was a, it was a nice little, nice little learning. Well, it's always a nice learning, but I love that event because, um, you know, traditionally Thursday we'd all meet up, meet and have a drink together and have a chat, catch up, and then nothing on the Friday, Friday night, nothing on Saturday, bit of bets on the football, you know, watch a watch a match, and then work Saturday night, a few cheeky beers afterwards, and then a, a bit of a tough Sunday. Um, so yeah, that's that gone out the window. Um, but yeah, I, I, it was something that I'd suggested ages ago. Why, why do we, why, why can't we have more players? And it was basically down to scheduling, because um, horse racing and football or, or whatever. Um, I think it was horse racing that, that got in the way on the Saturdays. Um, but yeah, and what a great opportunity for for eight more players. They increased the prize fund. Eight players get another opportunity for a really good payday. Great exposure on ITV um, and obviously all around the world, whichever whichever companies pick it up. 60 grand the winner. It's not bad for a, a little three-day. It's all right. You know, yeah, and it's live on TV. Um, it's a great venue um, down, at, down at the MK. Everything under one roof. The players and, and obviously yourself, all the media people love it. Um, so yeah, why, why not open up? It adds a bit of extra, you know, it's got an extra bit of spice about it now because there's eight players that didn't know they were in it um, and could go deep. Whilst we're on the ITV subject, the news broke this week. Obviously, you've probably known for a while. Then the new yeah. deal, deal has been announced with, with the PDC. Great for darts fans that Sky will stay, I'm um, sorry, that darts will stay on free-to-air TV as well as no Sky, swearing. No which swearing. is great. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, we knew about knew about it a while ago, um, and ITV is, of course, it was a it was a deal done, I presume, across the board because um, obviously the snooker announced that they got the, the the same deal until the end of 2022, which is quite normal for broadcasters to do a deal that long. I've seen all the nonsense on the internet about oh god, they they haven't got any money. Well, um, I get a little bit more than two pound fifty a day. Let's put it that way. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's great for us. Um, we were o- over the moon, uh, as you know. You've been in and around the the ITV team. It is um, it's a proper team. It is a proper team. There's no there's no boss. Um, the 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 runner is treated as well as I am, and I treat the runner as well as speak to him the same way I speak to my boss, and my yeah. boss does the same. Uh, everybody. Everybody is there. I know it's a cliche, but it is. It's a it's a big family, uh, and we all do everything we can to to bring bring the viewers the best possible experience. Um, you know, it's like anything. You know, after people think I'm a great commentator, after after other people think I'm a tosspot, do do I care? No, I get I get paid the same whether you like me or dislike me. In fact, it you know it's even better when you dislike me and I pull up by the side of you in my car. Um, you know, or, or show you my Rolex. You know, it's it's, <laughs> it's one of them. You know, and, and and again, you know, social media. There's there's no 
there's no, nothing written on toilet doors anymore because it's all on social media. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the IT, uh, team at ITV are absolutely thrilled to bits that we're, we're going to be going for at least another two years. I keep I keep trying to persuade them to, you know, buy the Grand Slam back. Um, but I'm not sure that's going to happen because you know that was our that was our baby, and we need. I personally think we need a a week long tournament, uh, you know, a one over a long distance. But we we fill the void perfectly. We do all the World Series, of course. I think we I think we're doing ten or eleven events this year because we've got Australia, and New Zealand in, um, which I'm pretty sure um, we're going to be doing uh, from a studio. Uh, because of because of the COVID, are you um, though the World Series doesn't happen? No the travel restrictions. No, Australia and New Zealand have uh, have got it pretty pretty sorted, haven't they? They've, especially New Zealand. I mean, she um, she didn't mess about, did she? Instantly locked down army on the streets. Um, so, uh, and I think what will improve without going on to COVID, because then people don't agree with a lot of I've got to say about it. I think they'll introduce a much superior test that will that will rule out any false positive. Um, and I think I think the requirements will probably be something like uh, before you fly, you isolate, you have this test and then you can fly uh, to Australia and New Zealand. I think they're going to be so strict because the problem with New Zealand, you see, They've got no, they've got no COVID, which means they've got no immunity. So they, and, and until again we get a vaccine that works, because this one doesn't stop you catching it, doesn't stop you spreading it. They actually they don't know what it does right now. Um, there's varying um, results out there or views or opinions, not by me, uh, but by people who are professors and virologists and immunologists. Um, so yeah, a, a lot, a lot's going to change, and these countries will either, well, they'll have to find a vaccine that works first of all, first and foremost, um, and then vaccine the whole country because they got no immunity to it whatsoever. Um, everybody goes, oh, it's great, they're back to normal. I've been watching the the cricket, great seeing the fans in Australia, um, but yeah, it's going to be baby steps this year. I, I can't see us getting out of this lockdown until. I don't think I don't I don't think restrictions will be lifted until summer next year, maybe. Not not as we are now. Um, but I just don't see how you know they just keep moving the goalposts every week, don't they? It's just this, it's just that. I remember ten months ago, three weeks to flatten the curve. Well, here we are, and I'm still riding down the canal filming. Some new swans this time that are having thing there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's tough for everybody, and I suppose we just listen. Whether I agree with the rules, I don't agree with seventy mile an hour speed limit, but I do it because it's the law. Um, I don't agree with lockdowns, but I do it because it's the law. I don't agree with masks, but I do it because it's the law or guidelines. So we can everybody just got to do their bit, um, and if they're right what they say, which they're not. Um, we wouldn't be, if lockdowns work, why are we having another one? If lockdowns don't work, why are we having another one? And that's yeah. it. And then it's not, you know, it's very, very sad. Lots of people uh, died, which is really sad. Um, and my sympathy goes out to, to everybody that has uh, lost their life. And, and also 
um, thoughts with those who are struggling mentally. It's funny how mental health was on everybody's lips for years and years and years and be kind and that seems to be forgotten right now. So, um, yeah, just uh, always remember there's someone on the end of a phone somewhere. Last few. Q School around the corner as well. Some big, big names on the list this year. And yeah, I was, I was surprised reading down that how many players have had to go back to Q School. I was shocked. I didn't realise, you know, they, they sort of gone away quite quietly through the back door. But, yeah, it's... Um, it's interesting because the ones that have just missed out uh, from retaining their tour card, they're already into the final day of one to eight, I do believe. Which, which I like that because now there's some sort of screening that you can't fluke your tour card on one day. That okay, you might get through one day, but now you're into the second section. You've got to yeah, do back up. I mean, I've seen people moaning about the cost, and I'm like, well, they should make it even more expensive. But listen, if you're worrying about how much it costs to go to Q school, you shouldn't be going. Yeah, you can't afford to do the tour. You can't afford to do the tour. Yeah, you've got to have everything in place. You know, it's not it's not how it used to be. You know, it's it's, it's a it's a full professional tour, and you should only be going into it if you've got aspirations of turning professional full time. And for that to happen, you've got to have deep pockets, um, or, or someone prepared to throw a few quid at you. You don't you don't. Um, you know, you don't put egg, your egg in cold water before you boil it. You know what I mean? You're not going to... I don't understand, you know, what, what is going on? I and literally, social media are watched with people moaning about all the hotel costs and everything else. All oh, right. Well, wait till you've got to go to the Euro Tour. You're worried about costs, my old mate. Yeah. Um, yeah but, uh, you know, I'm sure this way of screening it, it, I mean, it will start to eliminate those that are going for and dare I say, a bit of fun or or to experience it or everything else. I think a lot of people are going because they want to play on the Challenge Tour. I think that's one rule I disagree with. I think if you want to play on the Challenge Tour, you shouldn't be forced to turn up for one day. Because um, that's the rules, isn't it? You've got to play in at least one day. Well, what a great time that would have been to change it Yeah. Uh, now. You know, because you do, you are going to have a lot of players that are going just, just for the experience. You also got a lot of players that know that they're not quite good enough, maybe to get a tour card, but they want to play on the on the challenge tour. So for me this year, they should have given an option, made it a little bit cheaper, and say, right, do you actually want to do pure score, or do you want to spend a year on challenge tour, and give them that option? That would have reduced the numbers down, which obviously would have taken away the risk. UK Open on the horizon. A lot of talk around this at the moment. <laughs> we know. I hate this. I hate this when we can't tell everybody, but there you go. Yeah, lo lots of talk around it. Um, do you see it being moved or do you see it being behind closed doors? Which one do you think the front runner is at the moment? Uh, behind the closed doors. Um, just looking at it logistically. Uh, I mean, Butlins would be big enough if, if the restrictions were lifted and we could have a certain amount. But the problem with that is, if you think how much it costs, just to, just to heat Butlins... <laughs> and then staff it. Um, I don't think it would be financially viable. Um, so I think, I think, I think it would just be 128 tour card holders, um, and then behind closed doors, probably, probably Mil Milton Keynes and, and around the same dates. I would have thought because that that weekend is, is free. So um, yeah, I think I think that's the plan. Uh, sadly, um, but you know, ultimately. 
listen, the fans can still watch it on TV uh, and they can watch it for free, of course, because it's, you know, it's on ITV4. Um, so, yeah, sad that they can't be there. One of my my favorite, well, my two trips a year down to Butlins, I absolutely love it down there. Uh, get a great chance to mix with all the fans and have a laugh. Um, but listen, too risky. Um, you know, would there be a way around it? I'm not quite sure because then you've got you've got to bring cost into it again, haven't you? Yeah. You know, what you're gonna what you're gonna do? Get everybody down there, test them, and tell them to stay in their room with them. I don't think that's gonna work either. Um, and especially sure. especially you got you got 128 players to think of as well. And 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 their safety and the safety of the fans. So, yeah, um, I think it'd be same same weekend, uh, the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I don't think Royal is is again. That's not going to happen. So it's just I think it'll be just a straight 128 tour card holders. Or do you think they'll go the one two eight tour card holders, the same amount of people from the Challenge Tour they went last year, and instead of the eight or ten qualifiers they. Dev tour or extra challenge tour places, perhaps. Yeah, that could be that could be an option. That could be an option. Um, you know, we know we know we can do it timing wise. I mean, that's three real tough sessions down there doing that because of the the multi board room and everything else, um, and the stage two, of course. So yeah, it'd be interesting how they how they get around that. Um, I think I think it would be a would be nice for, for for challenge tour players to get the opportunity to to experience the UK opening, although it in a diluted form, of course. Um, but yeah, why not? Why why not? I mean, like I say, we know we have the um, ability to do it timing wise. So yeah, yeah, why why not chuck you know the one two eight and then put the top top thirty two in in challenge tour. I just hope that with some sort of normality by July, because I'd never thought I'd take going to Blackpool for granted. Because oh. l- l- last year, as darts fans know, the, for me, the Empress Ballroom is the, the pinnacle. Forget the Worlds. It's it's that ballroom. And not going there last year was heartbreaking. So I just hope, as a darts fan, forget media work, just as a fan, I just hope that we can go back to Blackpool in July with some fans. Mm-hmm. It's actually one of the few few events I've ever gone at, you know, as a fan. I always um, say to everyone, they've said, oh, if you didn't do media, would you still go? I say Blackpool, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Rest of, the rest, the rest I can I can take it or leave, but as a fan, I would still go to Blackpool and would happily pay for a week's season ticket. Yeah, as as a player, it was my favourite. Absolutely, just loved everything about the event, loved the history of the event, loved the loved the venue. Um, you know, everything's close by. So you, go, you know, we used to walk there. You know, yeah. it was a lovely salt summer's day. Just walk, you know, you usually stay in, a, in the Players Hotel, which was a 10 minute walk away. Um, yeah, great, great, great tournament. Um, I don't, I mean, you know, eventually the, the people are going to stand up and go, do you know what? Everything you've told us to do, we've done, and none of it's worked. Um, you know, and that can't be far away. The the, the, the nation's patience has to be tested. Um, that's not a pun. Um, yeah, I mean, it, you've got to reach a point where they go, do you know what? We've done everything. Absolutely everything. Um, and and we're, still, we're still where we are. Um, 
you know, and I mean, sport is getting absolutely panned. I mean, the the repercussions in sport down the line. I mean, especially the smaller football clubs. I mean, oh. I think there must be just I mean, it's, it's staggering to think. You know, you know, although the, the BDO folded, I mean, they, they would have anyway, wouldn't they? Surely. Um, cricket clubs as well, and yeah. stuff like Golf that. Club. I dread to think when this is done, how many sporting yeah. clubs and associations will lose from this. Yeah, it's only it's only it's one of the funniest things ever. The government pump us about the importance of being fit and healthy and underweight to fight COVID. Yeah, I can get an half price KFC, but can't go to the gym. Bonkers, isn't it? Absolute bonkers. But Mace, we've wasted your time for an hour. It's been an Never absolute waste my pleasure. Time, we've, um, we've covered some great topics here, mate. Massively appreciate your time and your support awesome, as always, mate. Thank you very much, and we'll see you. Fingers crossed at a venue sometime soon. Absolutely. Take care of yourself, bud. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.